Hello everybody and welcome to the next Customer Success Conversations podcast. As always, I'm Adam Joseph, your host and founder of CSM Insight. Well, on today's pod, it's my great pleasure to introduce Sri Ramdas, who is the CEO and co-founder of StrikeDeck. I'm sure many of you may have heard of StrikeDeck, but for those of you who haven't, it's a leading customer success and engagement platform. Sri, a very warm welcome to you. Thank you, Adam, and appreciate the opportunity to talk to you about customer success. So uh, I gave a brief introduction into what StrikeDeck was uh, in the beginning there, but I'd love to hear a more detailed description from yourself. I mean, clearly the customer success technology space is becoming ever more competitive. So what niche or, or differentiator do you think StrikeDeck brings to the market? Before I get into StrikeDeck, let me give you a little bit more context on how this all came about. So previous to StrikeDeck, I started a company called Leadformix, which was a marketing automation platform. And I saw how the automation technology, you know, actually helped marketers to scale their marketing programs. And that's where, when I thought about StrikeDeck, I thought about customer success, I felt if marketing automation is about nurturing prospects, customer success should all be about nurturing customers. And that's where I thought about applying the automation expertise and experience that I gained at Leadformix onto the customer success world. So the foundation of, of StrikeDeck was the state-of-the-art automation engine. It was about how we can help customer success leaders structure and scale customer success programs. So if you ask me what does StrikeDeck specializes in, we help customer success leaders deliver customer success, scalable customer success programs, and focus towards four outcomes, which is retention, how do you protect your existing revenue, expansion, how do you get more, uh, more out of your customer base, advocacy, how do you influence new uh, sales, and productivity, which is how do you um, deliver customer engagement to large set of customers. And I know from speaking to you previously that one of the, the key advantages that StrikeDeck brings is the ability to kind of merge together structured and unstructured data together. And I know from working as a CSM and managing CSM groups, there is such a, a large plethora of different data sources that you have to deal with as a CSM. And sometimes you can get almost drowning in that data. Some of it is highly structured, but there's also quite a, a lot of unstructured data. How does StrikeDeck deal with that? That's a great question, Adam. I don't know how many people have figured out that actually customer interaction is all about unstructured data. And what I mean by customer interaction is you look at the email exchanges that happen between a CSM and a customer. You look at the phone conversations that happen, the web conference that takes place between a customer and a CSM. And most importantly, in every customer meeting, the CSM has to take notes because in every meeting, there are action items discussed, there are concerns discussed, and the status of what happened from the last meeting. All of that is discussed and CSM takes notes and that's unstructured. And so all of the customer insights, action items are lying buried in this, this unstructured data and it's not distributed in the organizations, right? So except CSM, nobody else knows about it. And that's where I feel that this is an untapped area 
where Stripe Deck has a major role to play because we are the only platform that works off unstructured and structured data. And let me also tell you this, Adam, working with unstructured data is tough and it's complicated. And it's, it's complicated because you have to figure out where is the noise. If you do not understand where is the noise in the unstructured data, you'll not be able to pull the key insights or key action items from that unstructured data. And so Strike Deck, we have invested a lot of time in NLP and uh, machine learning technologies to go work with unstructured data. First of all, bring that unstructured data into our platform. And then from that unstructured data, figure out all the key action items and insights that the CSMs can act on. And also that needs to be distributed across the organization. So from what you're saying is, for example, if you've got a, a large email pool that have got lots of action points and discussion areas. So what it essentially does is put a taxonomy around it. Does it look for some keywords and then try and put some structure around it? If I, have I understood that correctly? Absolutely. Not only email, but even notes or other forms of unstructured data. If you apply the customer filter to it, right? Anything that's associated with dates is important, right? Because either they're talking about missed deadline or a future promise. Anything that has a customer name or an individual's name is, is important. Any sentence that has a little bit of sentiment color to it is important. So working with unstructured data is, is understanding all of that in the context of the customer. And that then generates, you know, helps the strike deck platform generates the insight or the action item that needs to be done. I can definitely concur in terms of just dealing with this huge amount of unstructured data. So I, I can definitely see the, the application of where Strike Deck comes in there. But based off, I'm sure, numerous conversations that you've had with entry-level CSMs all the way up to chief customer officers and CEOs as well, aside from dealing with unstructured data, what do you see as some of the other key challenges that stops customer success professionals being productive and, and also proactive? This is one of the areas, Adam, where I'm, I'm super super passionate about and I have my, my perspectives. The main challenge that I feel that CSMs face is uh, challenging the customer. We've all grown up hearing that customer is always right. Mm -hmm. And I call it as, a, as an extremely dangerous phrase for the CSMs. It's extremely important to challenge the customer. And it's difficult for CSMs because of lack of coaching and lack of insights. And this is where... CSMs need to be trained that it's okay to ask questions to the customer. It's okay to challenge them why something is a priority, right? Or why is the enhancement required? Why the product needs to be configured differently uh, when their use case scenarios are met? When we are pushing towards an outcome, why are they changing the direction? So it's only if you challenge the customer the customer will be able to realize that they are making an unreasonable request. Mm. And if you help the customer realize that, you're saving on product time, on engineering time, and all of that time that gets randomized because of those requests. No, I think you raise an absolutely great point. 
clients don't want customer success managers who just acquiesce to every demand. I think you, you lose respect and you lose credibility. Um, and as I often talk to CSMs now, there's absolutely nothing wrong with saying no, as long as you are validating why you're saying no. There's nothing wrong with pushing back as long as you're validating why you're pushing back. I think communication is key. But I think one of the core skills that a leading CSM of today needs is that assertiveness, is that ability both externally, as, as you're mentioning, but also internally, not to accept just the status quo, challenge assumptions. Absolutely. One of the common keywords that we hear in the customer success world is outcomes. You hear outcomes all the time. But what we don't realize or what we have not implemented well in the CS world is that outcomes can only happen if the CSMs are spending quality time with their customers. Every meeting that CSMs have with their customer, it needs to be high quality. And if CSMs do not even have time to think, to introspect, to analyze what's happening, they will not end up with high quality meeting with their customer. And if that does not happen, they cannot push the customer towards an outcome. So the CSMs have to figure out how to prioritize, how to structure their day-to-day -day meetings, engagements with the customer so that they can do high quality meetings with their customers. And I also wanted to ask you one of the other major challenges that I hear from customer success professionals is sometimes dealing with customer apathy, where they're trying to reach out to customers and not hearing back. Have you got any advice for any CSMs listening in about how you can bring customers who are not responding back to life and engage in more meaningful conversations? Absolutely, Adam. So what I've seen is that customers will not respond to your emails or phone calls if they do not trust you, if they have lost their faith that you can drive changes in the organizations on their behalf. So it's very important when the CSMs and customer first engage during the onboarding to show that they are capable of delivering wins for the customers. If they are able to establish that credibility, they will never face the situation. So that's why I have often said this, Adam, that perhaps the most important phase in the customer journey is onboarding phase. You do onboarding right, you win the 70% of the battle from the CS perspective, which is you know, make sure that the first few meetings, customer feels that you're able to drive changes inside the organization. You are listening to the customer well, you're understanding their objectives, and then you line up the resources to deliver those objectives then you'll never face a situation where they are not responding. Does that make sense, Adam? Yeah, it, it really does. And I think this whole piece around onboarding and also trust is points really well made. I just wanted to move the conversation on, if I could, with regards to customer success justifying itself. And I, again, this is something I hear a lot from many organizations that I work with and around the community as well. This, Whereas with other parts of the business, for example, sales or marketing, there have been very well-established metrics to try and work out how productive and successful th those areas are. Customer success to a degree is still emerging in, in many organizations and sometimes it can be difficult to actually quantify the difference it makes both internally to, for example, justify the spend on solutions like Strike Deck, but also externally. So what added benefit do customers actually get from working with a CSM in terms of increasing their uh, return on investment? 
Have you got any advice in terms of trying to help justify the existence either internally or externally for customer success? You know, in terms of customer success ROI, I'll not talk about specific metrics, but I'll talk about themes because I, I feel that people ignore these themes. When it comes to internally justifying the customer success, I would say focus on two themes, productivity and enablement. By productivity, I mean show to the organization because of customer success, the entire organization is getting to engage with the customers more. And this is a customer engagement is very important, right? If you are engaged with customers, you're having regular interaction, there's a certain cadence on how you, how many times you meet with the customers, you will find that customers will be happy with the product and solution. They'll be happy with the service they are getting. And without customer success organization, there is no way there is structure around that, that customer interaction. It's going to be random. It's going to be reactive. It's going to be customer when they need something reaching out to the customer. This is what, what existed before customer success came into existence. It was a reactive organization. Customer success is what pushed or has been pushing organizations to go from a reactive to proactive to transform from support-driven organization to, to success-driven organization. So that's why I'm saying measure the productivity in terms of how many times you are engaging with the customer, what's the quality of engagement. Mm-hmm. The second theme is enablement, which is, is customer success equipping the organization in helping customers find more value? Customer success we know is all about value creation. And that should not just be restricted to the customer success department. Customer success organization's objective to help every member in an organization understand that they need to help the customer in finding more value in moving towards the outcome. Mm -hmm. Now, when it comes to externally, the main theme is customer advocacy, which is, I would ask a simple question. Is organization revenue increasing without increased marketing and sales spend. If that is the case, then customer advocacy is working really well. You take example of high performing organizations, you know, companies that have really done well, Adam, like Atlassian, like Slack, like Zoom, all these organizations were able to increase the customer revenue, were able to grow their organization without spending much in marketing and sales. And that can only happen through customer success. Absolutely. I think these points around productivity and enablement are are fascinating to listen to. I I know you've given these are more kind of ethos, more than specific metrics, but the way that you break these down and actually measure them is where customer success technology really comes into its own as well, right? Oh, absolutely. Before starting Strike Deck, Adam, I actually met with over a thousand customer success leaders and practitioners. And... In all my conversations, when I asked them what they have gained, you know, I heard disappointments all along. And disappointment was, we are not getting, we have still not achieved the time to value, time to insight. And that's where, you know, I'll go back to my structured, unstructured theme. We vendors, CS vendors, we cannot put the burden on the customer to prepare the data in a structured way. We should be able to pull in the structured and unstructured data and 
create what is called as a golden record view of the customer health, which is it's not about just aggregating the data together to form a customer record. I would say more information you put together in a customer record, you're randomizing the CSM, you're randomizing the CS organization. You need to be able to pull in that key action items, key insights that they need to focus on. And that'll, you know, it's the 80-20 rule, right? It's the 20% of the information that will generate 80% of the, of the value. And it's the CS vendors obligation that we help the CS organizations get to that 20% of the key insights and action items that'll help them, their customers to generate value. Do you know what? It's a fascinating insight, Sri. It really is. But as you think about the way that customer success is evolving, technology is evolving, clearly your business has, has evolved as well. As we look into the future, what do you think if we were going to record this podcast in, say, two or three years' time? What do you think the future holds for StrikeTech? So I'm super excited about joining the Medallia family. Medallia is a leader in customer experience. And I feel as the customer success evolves, customer experience and customer success, they will all come together. We are already seeing that more and more customer success leaders are being asked not only take care of success, but they are also asked to take care of support. They are asked to own the customer training. They are asked to own services. All of that is already happening. So we will see a big converging movement here, Adam, where all of this will come together. And I'm excited by this opportunity with Medallia family where we could go and become the monetization piece in customer experience, where we take the customer experience and tie it to the, to the outcomes in terms of revenues, right? Is customer better customer experience now generating more dollars in terms of retention, in terms of expansion? Is customer experience influencing new sales? So if we can tie that piece, if we can do that attribution, then now we are taking customer experience even further up into the next level. As you said, I mean, I think it's incredibly exciting and I share that excitement with you and certainly look forward to seeing your progress and having many more conversations in the future as you evolve as a business and grow as well. Well, Shree, listen, thank you so much for your time. I've, I've really, really enjoyed it and I'm sure everyone listening in would have done as well. It's been a pleasure, Adam, and I cannot tell you how excited I am to talk to customer success leaders and practitioners who go there, interact with customers, and uh, it's a fascinating field.